Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to another episode of Get the Belt Podcast, home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belts. This is your host, Miles Hart, and let's get into this motherfucking show, honey. Welcome back. It's still very much June. It's still Pride Month. We stay out here sucking dicks, falling in love with the same sex, Fall in love with non-binary people, lesbians with lesbians, gays with gays, and all of the above, all of the colours of the rainbow, in all of their proudness, and you can't do nothing but be an ally or be mad, and if you're mad and you're being a dickhead about it, then you, from the jump, get the belt straight away. Welcome! Thank you for tuning in again. If you haven't subscribed, get to motherfucking subscribing. If you haven't shared, if you've not told a friend, tell a motherfucking friend. And if you've not rated this show on iTunes or wherever the fuck you listen, Spotify, wherever it may be, get into it and do the right thing and leave a nice little review there. So let's jump into the show as we do every single week with Word of the Week. Now, my word of the week this week is stop hanging around with people that bring out the old you. Yeah. Stop engaging. Stop hanging around with people that bring out the old you. Like, I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with old you because at the end of the day, logic has it that the old you made you the new new, the new you that you are today. So we ain't throwing no shade at the old us, even though there might be some wayward things that we were doing as the old us. However, we're growing, yeah? Here at, 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 you know, Get the Belt, me, my listeners, fans of the show, we grow. We thrive on growing. Hell, like we like to move forward. We like progress. We like success. Doesn't mean we're perfect, but we're moving forward. Now, motherfuckers that knew you last year, Five years ago, family members that, you know, knew you when you were a kid, that's not who you are today. So all of this, yeah, but I knew you. Yes, you knew me. You don't know me now. You could have known me last week and the growth I've done just this week alone. Do you know me now? You got to stay, you got to be present with who I am today. So when you find yourself in situations uh, where 
parts of you that have ev- that have evolved or that have grown and flourished and become better and new and improved. When you find yourself in situations that people are drawing out the you, the you that they used to know, the you that you've already worked on, therapized, journaled about and grown from, you've healed from certain wounds and certain triggers, people that bring those out, that part of you that you've already healed and moved on from, it's time to do up Elsa from Frozen and let it go. Now, I'm not saying you have to cut these motherfuckers out your life straight away. Sit down and talk to them and say, yo, you brought this out of me. Yeah, and that was something that I used to do back in 20, 2018, 2003, or back in 1990, whatever the fuck. That's something I used to do last week. I don't be, I'm not on that shit anymore. I'm growing. I'm becoming a better person. So that can't run, okay? And I need you to be on the same page as me. And if they can't fuck with that, Alexa, play Let It Go by Elsa, a bad bitch. You need to let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Because the, there's no point in working backwards. What we want to do is work forward. You know, if you find yourself chilling with that person that has you procrastinating like you used to do back in the day, you know, you've been eating real well and working out and doing whatever and you're, you're chilling with people from back in the day that every day it's chicken shop and fuck gym or you're trying to get to this money and book extra shifts but you're now hanging around with people that are saying, oh, call out, call out sick, call out sick. Don't do this, let's not do that, let's do... They're working with the old you. That's not you anymore. We want to be hanging around with people that endorse, embrace and are inspired by the new you that you are today, that you've worked hard to be. Yeah. So yeah, stop hanging around. Stop giving energy to the people that knew you back in the Dizay, but don't know and aren't fucking with who you are today. We ain't, we ain't got time for that here at Get The Belt, okay? Short, sweet, simple, let them people go. I hope that resonated with you. Um, one of the things I'm finding is there's not that many people that I hang around with now that bring out that old version or those old traits in me that I've, I'm, I've grown out of or I'm in the process of growing out of. Sometimes it is even myself. I find myself alone, like, oh, the way I'm interacting with myself, like on a spiritual level and on an internal level, because you can talk to yourself. Like, not necessarily like out, in, out loud, but like you, we, we're thinking, our thoughts are us talking to ourselves. And sometimes that voice, our voice can be the voice from five years ago. And it's like, actually, no, we don't. That's not how we speak to ourselves anymore. And obviously you can't cut yourself off from you, but you could definitely snap out of that way of thinking. So for those of you like me, that is not necessarily only people around them that they feel coming back into their lives that are making them act in a certain way. Sometimes, like I just said, it's you. So check in with yourself and go, hey, we don't do that no more. Speak to your, your, yourself. Speak to yourself like it's your homeboy. Say, hey, we don't do that no more. You know we don't do that no more. We had this conversation last night, yesterday, last week, last year, whatever. We ain't doing that no more. So cut it, cut it, cut it. OT Genesis. You need to cut it. So yeah, that is this week's word of the week. I hope everyone's had a good week. 
Well, it's been two weeks now since I've released the last episode. I've been, I've been so busy, so 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 busy. I've had auditions, auditions, self tapes, and it's been it's been really exciting. You know, I had to I had to embody a drag queen. I've I've never done anything like that before for a show that may be taking place. Um, don't want to speak about it too too much because I don't know if I'm going to get it. Don't know if I'm going to do it just because it's it's not in London. I did want to stay in London, you know. I've got I've got my people here. I've got my my businesses here, like the things that I do and the events and stuff. Like one of my main reasons for wanting to leave Mormon and not be in a in a, in a show was so I could engage more in the presenting and in the event side of things in London. Because obviously in the show, I'm 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 on stage basically every night, so it, it makes that part of my career and getting that bag a bit more difficult um so it was it's a short thing anyway but yep yeah, i had to learn all these parts about being a drag queen and the monologues and the songs it was very la da da very grand my arms was all around the place it was it was fun um did a little self tape for hollyoaks i'm not sure if i'll get that but the character was so it was so crazy like the character was this uh attractive gay confident but not but level-headed guy not cocky who had a really close relationship with his nan i was like nah if i don't get this something ain't right something ain't right but you know it's all in the hands of jar it's all in the hands of god as well as these casting directors <laughs> but um it's been fun to like really get my teeth into other stuff i've had to like do self-tapes of me dancing in the living room to for, for different shows like Week in, week out, there's been something I've had to stick my teeth into to work on. So that has been good artistically um, for me. Like, I've just been doing the same show for a while with little gigs here and there. But this has really allowed me to get creative with stuff and explore my vocals, my dance abilities, my acting abilities in different ways. So that's been really fun and it's made me excited about leaving because I'll have more time to do that when I'm not in a show and... Even like now, like I've had to be on stage whilst learning, like doing the show. Then as soon as I come off, I've got my phone up or the script, learning something else. And it's like, I ain't got the time to really dedicate as much as I would like to. But so is life. We don't all have the time, but we all have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. <laughs> um, now my week's been good. Uh, like I was saying, it's pride. Shout out to all the people them, all my family at Urban World. Uh, there's a pride uh, special night at, at Scala this Saturday. Your boy will be there it's July the 1st. That's not only Pride, but it's my brother's B, B day. Happy birthday, Adele. You know, I love you, nigga. Um, but yeah, I'll be there in the VIP room. So come say hey, come shake a leg, um, take a picture, and all of that. Uh, and support support the thing. Like I've said on the show before, I love Urban World. They play my kind of music. It's hood. It's ratchet. It's black. There's R&B. There's soca. There's bashman. There's vibes. Don't be one of them stush niggas that comes and stands on the wall and just acts weird. Don't be a weirdo. Don't be a fucking weirdo. That shit is crazy. Come dance, talk, be genuine, be kind, wind your waist, and let's do a shot of Casamigos together. Like. Period. We love that shit. 
But yeah, week's been good. I'm looking forward to that. I'm off next week. So I want to see if I can see some more family, see if I can get on a plane somewhere. Uh, it's my, it's also my boyfriend's birthday today. So happy birthday, Ivana. You know, I love you, nigga. Um, I actually don't really like him listening. Like I like him listening to the show, but then sometimes I don't because I'm like, I don't want you to get the wrong end of the stick with anything I'm saying. And obviously, <laughs> I just be talking some mad shit on here. So I like to keep this a little bit separate, but I know he will listen to it because I'll be coming home sometimes and then he gets into conversations with me about things that I've had on the podcast or said on the podcast. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, babes. Um, yeah, we had a really nice meal. I surprised him uh, with some of his good, good friends. That Some of them I'd met before. And it was some, uh, some of them was my first time meeting. It was really cute. Booked a little table at Amazonico in uh, Mayfair. One of them fancy, fancy places. Oof. Oof, the bill. The bill. It was, it was high. It was high. I know they sang Ain't No Man In High Enough, but this bill really was high enough and it was wide enough. But... You know, I did, I, did my, I did my little piece. I ain't paid for everyone because, listen, I ain't got Beyonce money like that yet. But I put a little piece in. Uh, he really enjoyed it. Everyone there looked gorgeous. The girls came. They showed out. Hair done. Nails done. Everything did. The dresses were on point. The fits were fitting. Um, one of our homeboys, Llewellyn, came through. Who actually opened. Now, big up Llewellyn, man. Llewellyn opened. Um, he's a performer as well. He had his opening night in Tina Turner, the musical. And that same night on his opening night, he managed to make it down to the restaurant and still surprise uh, Ivana, which I thought was lovely. So big up you. He looked amazing as well. So handsome, handsome boy. Wow. But yeah, we all had a really cute time. Um, so that was fun. Otherwise, like I'm saying, I've just been doing this show. I've just been working. I've been learning these lines, honey. And I'm just... Trying to see what's next. Trying to see what's next. See what's going on. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it uh, with Melanin Magnificence. My Melanin Magnificence this week goes out to Quajo, uh, Quajo Tenaboa, who revealed that he declined an MBE. Now, Quajo is a social housing... Uh, What's that word? Oh, not me forgetting the words. Not ambassador, activist that has been putting in work over the years down to working on TV shows, things on Instagram, attending events to speak, going to local councils, going to the Houses of Parliament to speak. Um, not just from things that he's seen and he's learned, but from his own experiences uh, being in just shit housing where there have been leaks and just everything is going wrong and things have been ignored he tried to get it sorted and it was just diabolical living standards and he's since then not only fought for his own living situation but for the general publics and raising awareness down to speaking to the royals about it he's done bits anyway uh he was offered um an mbe which is you know to become a member of the British Empire. And he said no. Um, in his statement, he tweeted that he was offered an MBE and he made the decision to decline. His statement he released read as such. I want to start make I want to start by thanking whoever chose to nominate me, as I have no doubt it came from a good place. So much grief and suffering has happened as a result of the poor taste of housing in the UK, with the vulnerable and poorest most ignored. Some living in what can only be described as 
slum conditions. On the 14th of June 2017, uh, 72 innocent men, women and children tragically and prematurely lost their lives in Grenfell Tower through no fault of their own. A disaster, that sh a disaster that never should have happened. Since then, campaign groups like Grenfell United, Shelter and many others have stood side by side demanding their own experience, uh, demanding systemic change. Whilst brave tenants have shared their own experiences in order to highlight the sheer lack of progress and accountability since Grenfell, many continue to suffer. Therefore, I cannot accept being honoured or receiving a title off the back of an issue, which realistically should never should have existed. And in saying that, I feel compelled to turn it down. I've written to the Prince and Princess of Wales to inform them of my decision and to also express my interest in collaborating with them to raise awareness surrounding the social issues causing needless suffering to minority groups across the UK. Finally, I would like to acknowledge the Prince of Wales' recent work surrounding homelessness. It can only be positive to see meaningful change across lots of other important social issues whilst giving a platform, an ear and a hand to help those most ignored and neglected. Neglected. Thanks to all who continue to support Quajo. And he did all of that without cussing out their bumper clarts, which I think is absolutely tremendous. Um, Melanin Magnificence goes to you because so many black and brown people are quick to run and, you know, cuss out the British monarch, the monarchy and call out racism and say, you know, how how it's the British Empire's fault that slavery came about and that, you know, we have this institutionalized racism and the disparities and, you know, in essence, the reason why it's also fucked now, but in the same breath and that same smelly breath, they're quick to grab an MBE and stand as a proud part, proud part of that same British Empire, which they were just cussing out five minutes ago. And the sense isn't sensing. You, and I know Quedja's young. I don't know how young, but he's definitely not 30 yet. I think he's early 20s, maybe mid 20s. I don't know. He might be light skinned. But I do believe black does crack if it's not moisturized and you don't drink your water. So he could be older, but I think he's young. Regardless, at a young age, you stood in your truth and you've fought and you've fought and you've worked and you've worked to raise awareness, to, to raise funds, to help other people, help yourself. And it could be so easy for someone, anyone, especially someone at a young age to be you know offered such a title with that comes with such privileges and gives you access to to many things nice things and things that will also help your cause maybe but man understood what that what that meant and the history behind the british empire and he correctly said like i i can't take something like this knowing full well that things are still fucked up basically and a lot of that is due to what is going on in this here British empire. So thanks, but no thanks. But let's let me reach out to the prince and the princess and try and work some more instead. I thought, wow, so many of you olders could learn from this young man. So, yeah, my melanin magnificence this week goes to young British Quajo Twinaboa, who is out here just doing bits, honey. All right, let's get on with 
Miles measures. Let's sum up the mess that has been happening this week. I don't think there's been that much mess, but there's always something. Let's get into Miles measures. So this week on Miles measures, I want to talk about a brand designer or a, um, a fashion designer, American fashion designer, by the name of Kelly Ford. Like she is a black American woman who went viral. She'd done lots of things, but she went viral. When I say viral, I mean big time viral. Like I even saw the person shared it to my friends. And what she had done is she'd taken a regular degular Louis Vuitton shopping bag, you know, the orange ones. And she like deconstructed it, wrapped it in like a clear plastic, and then put the blue handles back on and turned the shopping bag into an actual purse, like a designer handbag. Um, and it blew up. Uh, it was it, it went everywhere. It was on all the all the blogs, fashion blogs, and then it recently surfaced. I saw on Jasmine the brand that obviously we've seen Pharrell take over at Louis Vuitton for head of menswear, um, and he's just dropped his most recent line. And the bag that she made a few years back was basically in that production. Not exactly the same. But very, very, very similar. The idea of it being the shopping bag that you get when you make a purchase, but as a purse. Now, this is something that we see all the time happening to small business, small, smaller uh, creatives and designers that then the bigger houses see it, replicate it, don't give them any credit, don't bring them in or whatever. And they just get left to do nothing but either go legal with it, which is often way too expensive. And these bigger companies, billion dollar companies, will just outrun them. Or they take social media like uh, Kelly did. Um, and she came with receipts, um, all of the like, screenshots of the millions and millions of views on TikToks, uh, YouTube, all of the things. And screenshots of even celebrities reaching out like oh can you make me this can you do this this is dope keep it up a celebrity stylist asking for the bag it had reach and she came with the receipts that it reached everywhere so to see it now in production at Louis Vuitton without them bringing her in on it it just it just brings into question morale and you know that sense of real unity a lot of these especially black and brown and minority celebrities they do speak a lot about you know i'm here for the culture repping for my people giving back da, da 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 but when the shit hits the fan more time than not we don't see that happening and i feel like yeah this would be nothing this would be small change this wouldn't be that much to people like louis vuitton or pharrell or the other millionaires that benefited from this 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 launch of this product whereas a small business owner a regular person like like kelly this would like she said in her own word this would be life-changing for her and even if it was just not the whole line but that one little collaboration on the bag would change her life and allow her to then change other people's lives but when you discredit where the original idea comes from and you move like this, which these fashion houses do all the time. I see it on, is it Diet Prada or Fashion? Diet Prada, I think it is, where we see m many of these major fashion houses just ripping off ideas from smaller design designers. And 
it's just not right. It's not right. It's not okay. Um, I don't think that Pharrell doesn't know that this is happening. I don't think that Louis Vuitton don't know about this. I think they very much knew and took the idea, in my opinion. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And so it'd be interesting to see how this played out. This only happened about six days ago. Uh, so it's still early days. Uh, there's not been any kind of update yet, but I would like to see, especially Pharrell just being appointed and this is his first thing, like it's all, it's all happening now. It would be a pivotal moment in his career in the fashion industry, especially at this point. Obviously he did his thing with Adidas before, but it will be a pivotal moment to see how now he spins this. Because let's not forget Louis Vuitton is, is, a white, is a white brand. It's French. So if we've got someone like if we've got someone like you now, Pharrell, who is in this position, a new position, highly celebrated, with a case where there's a young black female designer who has evidently been ripped off and snubbed. Very interesting to see how Pharrell will handle this and how Louis Vuitton will handle this. So I'm going to keep my eye on that. Go check it out. I'll put the link in the description so you can see the bag. It's really, really cute. Um, yeah. Let's see, how, let's see how this plays out. In other news, I think I spoke about this a while back in regards to Beyonce and the Renaissance tour. Um, it was common knowledge on all the blogs that she was going to be re-auditioning dancers, band members, sings, back and singers, the whole lot. And a face that we've not actually seen. Oh, sorry about that, guys. A face that we've not seen return to the stage in this tour is dance our ex-dance captain ashley everett um nothing was said on any anyone's parts as to why obviously there were lots of rumors and speculation regarding drama and stuff like that and that is not the case um ashley everett um did an interview with people uh earlier last week and said you know she's been with her for 17 years uh, she's learned so much from Beyonce. Um, 
but it was time for her to do something new with her journey and something new with her career. Now, 17 years is a long time. Like that girl was in the, in the single ladies video, uh, sweet dreams, every single motherfucking video that girl was in all the tours at the front doing the things. And she said to people that during lockdown, it was a really, it was a pivotal moment for her in her life. And she was really able to just sit with herself and pour into herself and into her own cup in a way that she never had the chance or the space or the time to do prior. And I've seen on her socials, you know, she's been getting into her, into her hair. Like she's got gorgeous curly hair. She's been doing lots with like influencing and, um, and promoting <clears throat> different hair care hair styles all those kind of things amongst other things dance wise so um she confirmed that it is definitely nothing to do with drama but just a new turn in her life just her wanting to do something else um she said obviously working with Beyonce has been incredible and I've learned so much from her uh, she said, I feel like the pandemic was super transformative for me. It was the first time I was able to sit down and stay home and pour into me, fill up my cup. It's a new journey. She did, however, go on to say that she doesn't know if she will be attending um, any of the shows. I think that's just literally down to to chance. She never said why. But she did follow up with saying, you know, she's so proud of Blue um, performing with her mum and has nothing but love. So... That is that beef squash. I knew there wasn't going to be any kind of beef there anyways. But in case some of y'all was wondering where the fuck is Ashley, go follow her socials. She's out here doing a thing, doing other dance stuff, doing stuff with her gorgeous, gorgeous hair. And yeah. In, in other celebrity news. Oh, no, let's keep it with Beyonce. So Beyonce donated £8,000 to Nigerian Tottenham restaurant uh, Chukus. I've been there. The food is great. But I didn't know that this restaurant was in any kind of danger. Apparently, they were, like, on the verge of closing. And Beyonce, while she's on tour, is currently, like, awarding businesses these grants. Um, I don't know whether they're just black-owned businesses. I'm unsure. But uh, this is a black Nigerian-British-owned restaurant. And Beyonce came along and just said, here you go, girls. Here's to that vegan uh, fucking Eforiro. Because I know they do a lot of vegan stuff on there. They do lots of vegan stuff. I went there with my sister who's vegan. They do vegan stuff on regular, like meat. Lovely, lovely, lovely. But I'm definitely going to go back again. And now I know that Beyonce is basically an investor, honey. This Beyonce's restaurant now. This is Beyonce Chukus. Chukuyonce. Chukuyonce. Chukonce. I think Chukonce is better. Chukonce. Yeah, definitely going to go there. So congratulations, uh, Chukus, um, the owners, Amika and Ife, Ifenwa, Frederick. Um, they're the brother and sister duo behind the restaurant, like it's a tapas Nigerian restaurant. They are the winners of that grant. So let's see what you do with this money, girls. When I go in that bitch, I better be listening to Renaissance play at least once every hour. Not the whole album. You don't have to do all of that. You know, but at least once a little heated while I'm eating my plantain and whatnot. Nice things. Um, so Rihanna. Rianta. Rihanna Fenty. Hmm. Rihanna has stepped down as CEO after five years of being in charge. Um, 
she created it, I think it was in 2018. And it is this year, 2023, Rihanna has stepped down as CEO of her brand um, and has appointed this white woman by the name of Hilary Super, who is the former CEO of the Anthropology Group. I think she was once head of Guess and Gap. She's done She's done lots. So she's, she's well-versed in this realm. Um, Rihanna isn't like, Stepping away completely from the company, apparently she's in like an executive chair uh, leadership role. So she's not doing the day-to-day runnings of it anymore. I'm presuming that's because she's a mother now and, you know, and got time for it. She's made the billions, the millions, the whatnot, and now will just oversee the running of it and things of that nature. But I am intrigued to see what, what happens with the brand now because one of the reasons why I loved, you know, Fenty... Not that I've got any of the lingerie or anything, but like down to Fenty Beauty, like I've got sort of tried some of the skincare stuff. And every time that like, there's a Fenty show and stuff, I love the brand because I know there's a Bayesian bitch behind it. And I know that they're saying that she's going to be sat in on an executive chair vibe. But I just don't know how I feel about it now being ran by a white woman. I feel like ugh, that was one of the things that made this brand so unique like i don't i can't think of another black owned business as famous and as successful as rihanna's fenty line not even beyonce giselle knowles when she made um when she did house of derion that didn't even blow like this i'm trying i can't even think of any other black female owned businesses that have boomed as much as fenty has so I can only imagine that she really, really, really trusts this woman. I can only imagine that this lady is very much an ally to the queer and black community. I can't imagine Rihanna putting someone away with there, but you just never know with business. You never know. You never know. I wonder if you, are you guys still going to be buying up the, the lingerie and, 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 and the jock straps and all of that from, from Fenty, knowing that Miss Hillary Super is behind the ting? Hmm. Who knows? Who knows? So, um, do, 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 do. What is next? What is next? Ah, so there is this trans woman by the name of Sydney Starr. Now, I came to know of Sydney Starr uh, from watching Baddies. I've been on baddies ever since I've been with my boyfriend. He loves that kind of TV and now I'm addicted just as well. But she was on like one of the first series. Um, and I think her past has just been a bit quite controversial and she did seem a bit cray cray on this show. And then she returned and to another season um, of baddies where she wasn't like one of the main cast, but like would show up at random clubs and they portrayed her in a really bad light. And, she just run onto the set and be like, you said, Natalie, who like runs the thing, when she'd be like, Natalie, you said I would, you promised me I could come on season this and now you're ignoring me. And it almost came to blows and they made her just look like a beg. It was really, really wild. Anyway, um, on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out, um, which is currently in its 20th season, is a game show, like a hip hop, like funny comedy show, invited her on as a guest. Um, I think she is, yeah, she's the first trans woman to appear on Wild and Out. So big up for the trans black women and the trans community in general for this win. Um, and obviously one of the things that you have to do in this game show is like 
do a back and forth, like a, a rap battle. And one of the jokes that she said to Nick Cannon was something along the lines of, you know, let me, you know what, matter of fact, let me just, let me just play it to you right here, right now. Somebody who I met, and they told me that we don't fully know what what was. Right. You a freaky dude, and we know that's true. But I heard you like to dress up like a lady too. Hey. Right. So that sent the internet in uproar, honey. That sent the internet in uproar. They were saying you're making light of a bad situation. Trans women aren't dressing up as a lady. So for Sydney Star to be like, you're, you like to dress up as a lady too is insinuating that, you know, you're not trans and, you know, um, it's taking away the validity of you being a woman, but you're refer because you're referring to it as a man dressing up as a lady. And Sydney went on to speak about it and said, you know what, this is a fucking comedy show. One of the things that we do in our community is take things sometimes, not all of us, too seriously. And I know that not all of all of the trans community do because I know trans women like T.S. Madison, one of my biggest faves, who openly will talk about her dick and, you know, make trans jokes often. But that comes from a place where she's secure in the fact that, yes, I am a woman, but and I am a trans woman, but I can also make light of a situation. Otherwise, we're just going to be fighting and crying all the time. Like I, can take a like, I can take a joke. And obviously, she is very much on that vibe, on that energy. And I agree, I, I'm here for it. Like, I'm here for it. If there's a safe space, which it was, um, I'm, I'm here for it. I really am. Like, when we take things too seriously... It, it, it just gets fucking tiring. Like, it's a crazy world already um, to live in. So we need to find spaces where we can laugh and joke about it. And you know what? Yes, she was the first trans woman to go on there. It is a black show. And we know the black community, we're still, we're still at war with them to, like, accept even just the homosexuals, let alone trans men and women. So for her to be in a safe black space where that kind where her presence is just is a political statement in itself and a and a um a, a sort of um what's that word i'm looking for oh my words jesus on the main line uh, it's a, a stance of activism in itself her just being there and then to go and make jokes about it i think hopefully if the right kind of people was there, people were going to learn with that. And if they can laugh at it and still respect her as a woman because she's out there, she's a woman, bitch. I think she did her big one. I really do. So ratings to uh, Wilder Night for having her on and treating her with such dignity, class, respect. Just treating her as a, as a regular woman. And big up to you, Sydney, for uh, going on doing your thing, representing the trans community really, really well, being funny, getting points and being just a part of regular society. Let's normalize that. Like if black people can go on there, for the most part, it's black people on there anyway, and make black jokes. Why not have gay niggas go on there and make gay jokes? Why not have trans women on there and make trans women? Jokes aren't only afforded to white straight men. Like we should be able to laugh as well. We can't come and die on a hill of oppression and just keep silence and not find laughter and joy in, in anything. So big props to you, Sydney Star, in this here Pride Month, girl. Really, really here for it. Very happy for you. And uh, yeah, 
Next up, we have the. Sorry, it's playing in the background. Let me let it play. Not a lord. What if I can't see the words? I don't know. Come on, you got it, Auntie. Miss Tina La Patty, Miss Miss Patty LaBelle, honoring Tina Turner at the BET Awards, did up what she did a few years back when trying to sing that Christmas song in New York City, and she needed her background singers and she couldn't see the next cue card. She did it again to Tina Turner, girls. Girls, she did it again. She forgot the lyrics and was singing about, oh, what happens if I can't see the cue card? Oh, well, Twitter ate mommy up, honey. Twitter ate her up. Me, I just laughed and thought, you know what? You're, you're a legend. Do what you're doing. It's comical at this point. But some people was really offended. And they said, you're simply the worst. Okay, it wasn't simply the best, Patty. It was you're simply the worst. Now, I do think that she should have done a bit more research. As much as I laughed. But if I'm being really honest, babes, I feel I don't know the words to that song, but you as a veteran, you as a singer, I feel like she was your age mate too, maybe older by my, a few years, but I feel like you should have known the words. And if you didn't know the words already, girl, then it was given, unless you found out about this performance, you know, six hours before the gig, 12 hours before the gig, 24 hours is definitely enough time to learn a song. But it was funny. So I will definitely give that to Miss Auntie Patty LaBelle. Um, and I think that is, I think that is it for this week's Miles Measures. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, no, there's not. There's not. I really don't be having my my fucking head to the to the to the screech did i mention last week about the vogue editor Anna winter is planning uh to do a london uh met gala i think i did yeah well that is it for this week's miles measures so this week's belt goes to hmm, richie sunak I don't know what is wrong with this man. I don't know what food he was eating. I don't know what his family did to him bringing him up. But he is a monster. Like, he's an actual monster. Now, we've learned this week that uh, the government were trying to have um, migrants sent to Rwanda. They were refugees escaping, you know, dangerous places, dangerous living situations. And the courts. Um, the Court of Appeal has ruled that the government's plans to actually send asylum seekers to Rwanda were unlawful. <laughs> now, the judges find that this uh, that the verdict was so because it is not a safe third, um, as a, a not a safe country. Rich, Richie Sunak now comes saying that he fundamentally disagrees with it and that this is um this is not right and he will do whatever is necessary to send migrants back to um 
to send migrants to this East African country. Uh, Richie Sunak, what is your fucking problem? Now, I, I really don't know what this man has done since coming into any kind of power to actually help the people that his flesh represents. Like, he doesn't represent any kind of black and brown... Well, he represents the pricks in the black and brown communities here in, in Britain and all over the world. But, like, he don't represent me, how I move, my moral compass. He doesn't rep represent me in my ethos, the way I think, the way I feel, empathising, none of that. Absolutely none. He's a puppet. He's a puppet, absolute puppet. And now you're you're trying to force even though the, the courts of law have said this is unlawful it's not right it's not safe these people will not be safe there you're insistent on getting people into a country that they will that their lives will be, be in danger where their lives will be in danger sorry everything that this man has done since he's come into power has just been shambles shambles and fueled with hate uh and fueled with racism yeah yeah it really has been Inherently so. Inherently, there's no, there's nothing that I can draw from pretty much anything, especially this case, that would make me think, oh, no, he actually does care about, you know, black and brown people. He does care about the ethnic minorities. He does care about the less advantaged. No, he just doesn't care about anyone but himself and making all the white people happy. All the racist, bigoted white people in, in his government and all around the UK and all around the world, actually... People like fucking Donald Trump, he cares about those people, making them happy. He's a prick. He's a prick. I can't wait for him to, for something really bad to happen so he doesn't have to speak any more hatred into society and continue to just make people's lives worse, worse than they are. Like, when I saw that the hearing and thought, yeah, they've deemed this unlawful, I thought, okay, amazing, great. And then I hear, see him come onto the news, onto the blogs, about how he's going to do this and that to ensure they get sent out. It's, it's, re it's giving racist white man. Are you wearing a... At this point, are you wearing a mask? Because it's, it's... Oh, it's just really fucking... It's just... Hmm. Richie Sunak, you get the motherfucking belt. Today, tomorrow, and for the rest of eternity until you start acting correct. I don't know if, if it's even possible for you. I can even see him and Boris Johnson being busy mates. Busy, busy mates, meeting up for coffee, kiki and laughing. I bet they had secret parties in lockdown as well, them two cunts. But yeah, for your lack of empathy, lack of understanding, and the sheer evilness that that you that you spit out in all of your statements and nothing goes amiss nothing goes amiss no matter how fancy you may say things no matter how nicely your suit is pressed and how you try to dress things up i see nothing but hate nothing but hate and nothing but an intent to drive further division and um disruption in society and to further place people that need help into further places of poverty further places of um further danger further danger and it's just, uh, it's just you're just icky wicky yicky and we'll see it we'll see it so yeah you richie sunak get the motherfucking belt thank you so much for tuning in this week it was a short one it was a short one um but i hope you guys enjoyed 
Um, that's it for me this week. I think I managed to even do this in under an hour. Maybe I... Oh, no, I didn't. Hmm. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Please do share. And if you have any questions, send them to contactigetthebuttpod.com. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you next week. Deuces. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.